I don't drink soda. Alright. I got my QWERTY keyboard. QWERTY EOPU. Yeah. Standard keyboard. Ready to go. Ready? It's 13. What 12. We, what are we doing? I don't know. I get, yeah. There you go. We're going to break the world record for text messaging on a QWERTY keyboard. Okay. Which, I mean, that's got to be a thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like sure. hooking up a keyboard to your phone and then typing out. You like, can hook up a keyboard to your phone? I mean, I don't see why not, right? There's all different types of like micro USBs and things out there. Maybe, yeah. And like, I, I mean, I, I don't know why you would do that. You just have the keyboard on your phone. Like, if you have a Bluetooth keyboard. It seems awfully unnecessary. Maybe, but I mean, you could hack the system. Like maybe you could type faster on a on a standard keyboard. If you're, you know, if you're you're a 55 year old receptionist lady, yeah, your hands are good. No arthritis. You have long fingernails. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. And then maybe you know, not tell anyone that you Bluetooth the keyboard to your phone and be like, I I texted this on my phone, and I broke the record. Do it in 21 seconds or whatever whatever the record was. I forget. Yeah, I, I don't remember that. No. But, uh, Chang, what was his name was Chang, Chang Wei Chang? Chang Wei Chang, yes. Yeah. Chang, Chang Wei Chang holds the record for fastest text message, not for long. So enjoy that, enjoy that trophy and all that money, I assume? Yeah, what kind of perks do you think come I mean, with? Like, I, I imagine there's like a, you know, some sort of, financial incentive to yeah shattering a, a world record right yeah, yeah and i mean what do you especially use? for that one like fastest text message ever there's got to be some sort of like his life changed after now, do you think record. like like guinness came and watched him do that and like certified that it's a world record cuz i i mean i just saw like you know, a little cell phone video of him claiming to have broken the record. It could have easily been doctored footage. Yeah, for sure. You could have spread I mean, that out. I dispute whether Chang Wei Chang really even holds the record. Damn, really? You're going to put it out like that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I hate to do it. I hate to put him on front street here. But <laughs> Chang Wei Chang, man, I'm going to need, I'm gonna need like some sort of verification or... Some yeah. sort of official judge or something. Let's actually let's let's watch that video again real quick, just for. So this is like 2015 that he did this. He shattered the world record. Shattering. On this weird keyboard that looks like it like it came through a Stargate. Yeah. And And look, it's it's those are English characters. Yeah. In reality they you know what I mean? Like I see it he's typing Does that say in stadium English. attack? Is this a terrorist? Like, you did, you What's do this going app, on? This app's like, hey, try to break the world record for text messaging. And it just makes you, like, fire out all this shit and, like, subliminally plan it in your mind. Chang Wei Chang is a sleeper cell. <laughs> 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 
the Manchurian candidate. <laughs> so this could be sped up for one. Video can yeah, that this is. Up. I mean, where is Michael Guinness and his team of? Is it Michael, Michael Guinness? Guinness? What? <laughs> Michael Guinness? Is it Johnny Guinness? <laughs> the Guinness Brothers. Whoever whoever does the, the the world records, you know the Guinness the Guinness family. Where where are they? Yeah, why are they not here? Making sure that this is legit. I mean, I've never even seen this app. Who st- who started it? I mean, it had to have been a man named Guinness, right? It was uh, Sir Hugh Beaver. Where, where's Hugh Beaver and his team? <laughs> that reminds me of uh, that humongous video. That? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sir Hugh Beaver. Uh, he's the managing director of Guinness Breweries. So, the Guinness Book of World Records is an offshoot of Guinness Beer. Apparently, yeah. From dude, the book of Guinness, the Guinness Book of World Records holds a record itself for the best-selling copyrighted book of all time. Okay. Meta. That's very meta. <laughs> um, Fleet Street. That's almost where you put uh, Chang Wei Chang. Yeah. He's up on Front Street. That's like a block over. Yeah, that's just right by it. Uh, the first 198-page edition was bound August 27, 1955. Uh, so, what is, why? Where's the Guinness thing? The, the one guy... So, the guy who was the managing director of Guinness Breweries... Uh, another guy recommended... Recommended University Friend... Uh, Sounds like some dudes that were working for Guinness Brewery just came up with this book. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, let's call it Guinness. I assume they had an accent like this. Maybe maybe a London accent. Or a, or a, um, a Leeds accent. <laughs> so what or happened... Ireland, in Ireland, Irish accents, don't you know? Don't you know? That's like Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it says that they were... On a shooting party, after missing a shot at a golden plover, he became involved in an argument over which was the fastest game bird in Europe. Then he realized that it was impossible to confirm in a reference book whether or not the golden plover was the Europe's fastest bird. So he knew that there must be numerous questions debated nightly in pubs throughout Ireland and abroad, and there was no book in the world to settle the arguments. So he made the book. So it's four drunk people that are drinking Guinness, argue about stuff, pull out the book, everything's, all the fonts real big, there's pictures, it's real easy to absorb. Yeah, I remember the, remember the fat guys on the motorcycles? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The world's fattest twins or whatever they have. Man, that shit was popping when I was a kid in the library. Like, that was the cool thing to, to go look at in the library when you'd have to be there. For real. That's why they sold so many, because every school bought, like, every one. Yeah. Multiple copies of every one. But, uh... 
Yeah, well, there it is. That's where it comes from. And you know that... Joel Guinness. From Joel Guinness. Why do, Why were we talking about... Oh, yeah. Fastest text messaging? None of that matters. Yeah. Ching Wei Ching. <laughs> Until you have Ryan Guinness at your, at your you know, to verify the, the accuracy. <laughs> yeah. Talk to us then. But, uh... But, yeah, I would definitely battle Chang Wei Chang in a text message. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, I feel like, like... one-on-one over Skype. I mean, I was not impressed by Chang Wei Chang's texting. Yeah, not at all. But, um, first of all, we should say, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Um, bienvenidos. I'm here with Awesome Ty. Hola. And Ty is here with me. It's Mikey. And we are here to bring you um, something that holds a world record in its own, probably multiple world records. Yeah. Um, most uh, prolific sexual predator. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, most uh, economic use of cornrows. You know? Yeah. Uh, most uh, most views on a video in 480p. <laughs> Unverified, but yeah, quite possible. And this is the R. Kelly Trapped in the Closet um, I, a, a hip-hop opera, I guess you would call it, right? Maybe, yeah. I guess yeah, I wouldn't argue that. Yeah, I would say a hip-hop opera. Hip-hop. Yeah, hip-hop. <laughs> like Parappa the Rapper, only different. So, this is um, a... This was actually, when you look it up, it gives you the song. Which, how long is this song? Is it is it all the parts in one? Or is Maybe. each part a different song? Is it's a good it an question. Album? You'd have to ask R. Kelly that, probably. I mean, he's probably literally the only way to do it. What this thing was even meant, or like was intended to be. Okay, so if I click on it, it says that it's available on Spotify. I'll go to Spotify. It's like a playlist of it. Okay, so. Chapter in the Closet, chapters one through five, is one song. It's 16 minutes and 32 seconds long. The next one is Trapped in the Closet Chapter 6, which is 2 minutes and 59 seconds long. <laughs> and then they're all broken up after that. Up to 12. So, this is, uh, oh, 2005 is when it came out. See, I knew that it was like, it was a while ago. But R. Kelly... Currently in jail, trying to uh, trying to retain Michael Jackson's lawyer. I was reading this thing about he's taking donations from a bunch of Hollywood elites. He's like, Hollywood elites, please help me. I need to hire Tom Massaro, who is uh, the guy who defended Michael Jackson and Robert Blake. So he's trying to get himself a celebrity attorney. For his, you know, for people that don't know, R. Kelly allegedly uh, took groupies, moved them into his house, and held them captive in like a brainwashing kind of 
Yeah, some, sex. Pe- some people have said that might have happened. Some people have also said that that didn't happen. So, I mean... Yeah, people have said that. People also say, you know, they were down with it. People ask what they were wearing. Like, yeah. people say a lot of things. I mean, I've said that it probably didn't happen and we should just leave Robert Kelly alone. I mean, I, I've, I've said those words just now. Yeah. Yeah, you did. And you've said them before, too. And you said Robert Sylvester Kelly last time. Yeah. I remember. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which means he meant it. So, he... Uh, there's allegations on on this guy. There's allegations on everyone. Everyone's yeah, exactly. been alleged, you know. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, people have accused you of of yeah bringing them their their stuff. Yeah, you know, people have definitely accused me of that. Um, they've accused you of mm-hmm. probably some other stuff. Yeah, <laughs> a lot that's happened more than twice. So. Especially in this like Me Too era where everyone's, you know, throwing stones uh, and pointing fingers. And, uh, and it's like everybody's like, Me Too, Me Too. Did anybody ever stop and say, She Too? Yeah. What about equality? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, what about gender? Yeah. What about gender? What about gender? What about gender equality? You know? What about it? What about it? Wait, what about it? What are we talking about? Uh, Robert Kelly? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, he, he got me too. You know what I mean? People are like, me too. Yeah. And now he's the center of all these allegations and everything. But, I mean, if you look at some of the things that R. Kelly has created, you know what I mean? Let's run down some of his projects. There was, um, uh, what do we got? Anything? R. Kelly songs? Like, uh, uh, I believe I can fly. Yeah, I believe I can fly. Bump and grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the yeah. world's greatest. Yes. Um, ignition remix. Yeah, the ignition. And, and remix. I assume there was an original version at some point. I don't think there was. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't remember it. I think I think the the remix to Ignition just came straight out of the kitchen with without any original. <laughs> the original was only like a concept and never actually got laid. Down. I mean the, the the warning signs have always been there with Robert Kelly. I mean you know assuming he is guilty, um, you could definitely argue that maybe you know like he's been. Through his own actions, his own self-destructive actions, he's been, in a way, like, educating us, if anything, on on such matters. Yeah, it's like learn from other people's mistakes. Learn through, yeah, he's almost like being like a Jesus, like, I'm, I'm, I'm molesting these, these young women in a sex cult so you don't for have you. Yeah. yeah, like, my, <laughs> the blood is on my hands. Yeah. So, I mean, really, who are we to judge him? I mean, does that make us essentially Judas? Are we are we the Judas to R. Kelly's Jesus? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I'm not. I mean, maybe I'm misinterpreting whole, yeah. this. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know anything about about the Bible or R. Kelly. So, I'm just, just you just got to ask these it questions. It sounds right. It sounds right. But... Yeah, I think you're right. I think that he's 
she's making these mistakes so that we can learn from them, so that we don't have to. Exactly. Like he's like Ty, you know, I'm I'm doing this so that you down the line you don't have to make the same mistakes as me, R. Kelly. Even though we we don't personally know each other mm-hmm. or have any real connection. But he's like, this is what you don't do. It's kind of like how Jesus, you know, like, yeah, you none of Jesus. us have ever actually physically met Jesus, but yet we know that he loves all of us and that he's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's more and more like Jesus. Since you break it down, you're right. And now that I think about it, what we're about to enjoy today, uh, the Trapped in the Closet uh, hip uh, hip opera is really just a it's really just the Christ story retold over and over again like how it's been for generations or it's almost mean? like the Bible you know what I mean like the Bible's got multiple parts a lot of um, a lot of different characters a lot of, a lot of different story arcs you know what I mean it's got chapters it's got uh, you know what's the what's the things in the Bible it's like It'll be like chapter something, the test, the line something, the testaments, or the or like um, a passage. The um, <coughs> what's the list of the Ten Commandments? <laughs> yeah, the Ten Commandments, and then like chapter one through ten of Traps in the Closet. Yeah, I mean, so basically, like R. Kelly is Jesus, and Trapped in the Closet is essentially his version of like. Of the Bible. The Bible. It's like an audio and visual Bible. Right. I mean, I'm seeing the parallels. I'm definitely seeing them. But there is something that popped up when I was Googling this, and that was the R. Kelly Trapped in the Closet. A transcript? So it's like... Oh, this is just rap genius. But, I mean, in theory, this could be printed out, especially if it gives you everyone's lines and who's saying everything. But you could print out the Trapped in the Closet lyric sheet, get it bound. She said, she said, he said, I said, she said. That's my favorite part. And... Kind of get it, get it pressed up as a book. Yeah. As a Bible. Yeah. Trapped in a closet Bible. Yeah. Get it bound in leather. Like all cool. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, get some of those like real thick, needlessly thick pieces of, of like paper. I guess you would call it paper, but it's more, it's really almost more like a, a thin hide. Almost like a, like yeah. a, you know what I'm talking about? Like a real old book would have. Uh-huh. Almost like a olden times biblical, like the actual Bible, the original Bible would have. <laughs> like wrapped in dried lambskin. Yeah. Yeah. And like a, it's like children's foreskin just all stretched out. Just a whole bunch of foreskins mm-hmm. pressed into a, a, a real thick paper. And it's like strong but delicate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's actually not a bad idea that's what I want for Christmas alright so remember that <laughs> um, so we have Traps in the Closet R. Kelly 
chapter uh, chapter one. We're gonna start on. We're gonna yeah. We're this gonna is watch this. this is essentially the Genesis, mm-hmm. like when when God said, you know, let there let then, there be light. Yeah, is that what happened? Yeah, in the okay. beginning, yeah. it was like something and, about. And he like cut off part of his rib and said, "Hey, hey, there's his man." There's man now, and that was Jesus. <laughs> Fuck. That's crazy, dude. And now we're here. That's, and that was only 6,000 years ago. It's the craziest part. Yeah. So, uh, for people that are just listening to the audio of this, I strongly, strongly suggest that you go to the Natural Habitat Podcast Facebook page or YouTube and watch this episode visually because we're going to be playing all of this copyrighted material on the screen. <laughs> but uh, did you hear about how YouTube just changed their their copyright laws in favor for creators? Oh, yeah? Yeah. You now have like more of more of a right to use things in fair use and they can't pull your videos anymore or take your money. That's cool. So they used to be able to take your monetization or copyright strike your video. And now they can just, I think they can make it so you don't make money, but they can't take the money from you. And then they can't like pull your video. And that's also not right. I don't think like if I were to look up like an article or a video about it, it's not quite right. Yeah. (laughs) It's something else that they do. start this over first of all how much do you think they paid for that font do you think they got that made especially for them yeah okay already the production is pretty good they did that whole like zooming out from the city, went through the window pane mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yep, looks good. The production values are definitely high. Aside from it being uploaded in 480. Seven o'clock in the morning and a rays from the sun wakes me. I'm stretching and yawning in a bed that don't belong to me. Then a voice yells, good morning, darling. Okay, so he's already in bed and in the closet. So, yeah. Okay, so my interpretation right off the jump street is that when he's in the closet, like, that's that's God. And <laughs> when he's in the bed, that's Jesus. Yeah, which is, you know, we're all the Son, the Father, and the Holy Ghost. Right, they're all the right, same thing. Yeah. From the bathroom, and she comes out and kisses And I think the Holy Ghost is, you'll see, you'll notice him later. In the white suit. Oh yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, he's always like there multiple times. Can you see my surprise? She ain't true. Now I've got this dumb look on my face. Like what have I done? How can I be so stupid to be half late to the morning sun? Lost the track of time. Oh, what was on my mind? From the club went to a home. Didn't plan to stay there long. Here I am 
for my cockies, trying to get them about the door. Okay, we don't have to talk about the rhyming, really, because we'll fucking we'll focus on that the whole time. <laughs> uh, so already s- extremely descriptive. This whole thing is like, uh, I was talking or I was listening to or I was watching. I forget which one it was. It was oh Everlast. I was listening to this Everlast interview. And he was talking about how when you, when he writes songs, he comes up with like a picture or some sort of thing that he's seeing in his head. And then he tries to describe it with his lyrics, which is, which is like a cool way to put it. Songwriting, you know? Sure. And this seems like the, like he went, he leaned in way too hard on that concept. He's like, I'm going to describe every single fucking thing that's happening. And we're gonna have video to match it. Yeah, it's it's there's I mean it's very literal. I mean down to So out the gate, woke up in the morning, not his wife, had a little too much coke at the club last night. Yep. Trying to get out of here. He's trying to get the fuck out of there. And she stretched her hands in front of it, said you can't go this way. Looked at her like she was crazy. Said woman move out my way. Said I got a wife at home. She said, please don't go out there. Lady, I've got to get home. She said her husband was coming up the stairs. Sure, sure. Hurry up and get in the closet. Another another one of my favorite things about this is that R. Kelly does everybody's voice. Like, he has no other artists come in here to work on stuff. He just does... Whenever he's in a conversation, he does the other person's voice, as well as his own voice. If there's five people arguing, he does everybody's voice. See, I like to think that R. Kelly, like, originally wanted, like, other singers to, to uh, like, collaborate on this with him. Yeah. And they just all wanted no part of it. <laughs> and just everybody turned him down. Like, he was, like, you know, he's going to have... <laughs> Have like um, Beyonce yeah. like do like one of the female parts, and she's just looked at him like he was absolutely crazy, and or her management, you know, didn't even let her sniff it because yeah, they, they saw <laughs> she, what it. She didn't even know. <laughs> she said, "Don't you make a sound, or some shit is going down." I said, "Why don't I just go out the window?" Yes, except for one thing, we on the fifth floor. Wait, but he's already in the closet. Wasn't he already in the closet? That was when he was goth. Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. That's rough, dude. I'm in the closet like, man, what the f*** is going on? Not gonna believe it, but things get deeper as the story goes on. Next thing you know, a call comes through on my cell phone. I tried my best to quickly put it on. Damn, dude. Don't let this man open his closet. He 
Man, this the drama. So now, yeah. Like when we had Jamie Foxx pegged for this guy, this other guy, and like Jamie's just like, man, you've lost your fucking mind. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. This is terrible idea. I see Kevin Hart would probably do it really good too, or Sid Sidney Portier. Is that his name? I don't know. Sydney Portier. Are, yeah. Are we <laughs> casting actors or singers? Because I mean, both. Well, it's, it's a hip hop rap. <laughs> Another and one is, of my like. Go back a couple seconds. Does he cock it for some reason? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'd hear that. Like if I was that guy searching for someone in my house, I would hear the gun cocking <laughs> in my closet with the blinds open. So that's another reoccurring thing that happens in here that I absolutely love is he's just constantly pulling his gun. Out. Yeah. They reference it a lot in the South Park that they made fun of this. So that's part one. That was part one. Beautiful. So, filled with drama, this thing. Action-packed. Action-packed. We're talking sex. We're talking guns. We're talking, uh... It's really... That's it. Like, for the first episode, right? Yeah. Sex and guns. It's like, that's cool, though. And a story about the club. Like, he talked about the club in the beginning, so that's also, like, drugs. Sex, guns, and drugs earlier. So, already set up. Paints a great picture. Now, the closet's open. He's in there with a Beretta, okay? This guy's out here like, you fucked my wife. What are we going to do about it? Let's find out. Now, you think he's got the drop on the guy. He's got, you know, like, point-blank pistol in his face. Just leave. Just, yeah. Just go on about your business. Now he's staring at Leela, as if he was staring in the mirror. She yells, honey, let me explain. He says, you don't have to go no further. I can clearly see what's going on behind my back in my bed in my home. Then I said, wait a minute now. Yeah, why are you getting like Why is he trying to like be a part of their argument? You know what I mean? Why do you need to resolve it? Like what? Just leave, dude. Like he caught you banging his wife. Like why do you need to resolve it? Like you yeah. just leave the man's home. Yeah, he's like, look, she wore a wig, and she said that she didn't have a man, and she lied to me. Why you just got to put her on blast, you know what I mean? And why did she wear a wig? Like, why did she think that that was... And he said, man, please, I'd kill you if you didn't have that gun in your hand. And then I said, but your chick chose me. 
It's like you got a gun in his face. You're like, you're like standing there and argue with the guy. Like, he steps a little closer. Point my gun and says, I'm not the one you after. He says, Some I bet you didn't know my man. Did she tell you that I was a pastor? I say, Well, good, that's better, right? Why can't we handle this Christian life? Dude, you're the one, you're the one escalating the situation. He still has a frown, so he's like, mm, all right, looks like I'm going to have to point my gun back at you. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense in this situation why you would be this hostile, this, like, confrontational gun out. Yeah, I just. It goes from like it quickly goes from from we've got like you know him getting caught to a hostage situation where he's got them like a hostage at gunpoint. At gunpoint, talk about your chick chose me, like. <laughs> He's like, I want to know what's happening with your marriage. They're back already? And how does he know, how does, like, R. Kelly as the narrator know what this other person on the phone says? Yeah. I guess he's God. I mean, he knows yeah. all, man. Yeah. And why, why do they need to take the stairs? Is there not an elevator in this building? Yeah. I mean, I mean, if there if there isn't an elevator, what, then what kind of modern like multi story building doesn't have an elevator? Like, are you guys taking the stairs for? I mean, she's like, look, you need to lose some weight, so take the. Given the first. gravity of the situation, I would figure you'd want to go with the quicker option, which yeah. seemingly would be the elevator. I don't know. And if there's no elevator, like, then obviously you would take the stairs, I right? I guess. Like, I mean, why would you need to like, like, make sure that you say and iterate to them, like, hey, come up here and take the stairs. I'm on the fifth floor. Take the stairs. It's like obviously. What do you think I'm gonna do? Like, yeah. climb up the fire escape? I'm gonna take the stairs. But, I don't know, maybe the elevator gets stuck, and he didn't want to, like, go through explaining it, and he was like, look, elevator gets a little sticky sometimes, the door doesn't open, it's like this whole thing, so instead of dealing with that, I just need you to get up here, take the stairs. It's like, this is obvious. It's super obvious. He called and he said, hey, baby, turn around, come back. Picked up the phone and said, come upstairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, you're going to see what's going on. I'm not the only one getting brokenhearted. So, I mean, what other scenario could be happening? He has someone that he's seeing besides his wife that is going to come back and he's going to shove it in her face and R. Kelly literally has a gun out saying 
I'm going to shoot you both if you don't say what's on your mind. Tell me what you're talking about. And it's like, what do you think he's talking about, dude? Like, put the pieces together. There's literally two pieces. I mean, literally, you're the only one with a gun. So, yeah. like, like, why is he so confused? Why don't you just leave? What is he? <laughs> Perfect spot for that Vivo fucking <laughs> flyer. So yeah, the big reveal is that it's it's a man. So the so the I just like I like how like R. Kelly's so entranced in the situation by that point that like he's just like yeah I don't care that I have a gun in hand and it could be the police you know like at the the door like go ahead and answer it let's see who it is oh man yeah uh <laughs> go ahead do it he's just on the verge of killing these people this whole time for absolutely no reason. And here, we'll do one more. Yeah. Now, this poor guy is just, you know... He's just walked into this shit show. <laughs> it was completely avoidable for him. This this man that supposedly loves him brought him <laughs> back to this dangerous situation. To, yeah. To, Why would he do that? He knows that there's an unstable man with a gun here, and you're going to take the person you love and put him in. Just to, like, just to just reveal to what they, hey, I'm gay? Yeah, like, just to use them as a pawn in your demonstration? That's fucked up. Makes me think that their their relationship probably isn't on a deep No, you they're, they're definitely just, just banging, just yeah. butt buddies. <laughs> butt buddies? <laughs> Is that not acceptable terminology? <laughs> I haven't heard it in so long, but I mean, I don't think so. I don't think it is. <laughs> butt buddies. <laughs> that used to be a real diss. <laughs> what are you guys, butt buddies? <laughs> I mean, like, literally, though. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what? What was that all about? <laughs> he leaned in. It's too literal. I closed my mouth and swallowed spit and think to myself, this is some deep shit. It's not even like... It's not even like he had to say... You know, sometimes like when you're writing stuff, you have to say this like thing that you normally wouldn't say, like close my mouth and swallow spit, yeah. because you have a really good rhyme for it that you're going to use afterwards. He didn't have that. It didn't like lead up to something cool. Now he doesn't understand what gay is. Like R. Kelly just literally can't comprehend gay. He's like, but that's what? a boy. That's a man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, go. He's on to it. And then she says, wait, I'm sure we can all fix this. And then I said, I'm late because I ain't got a damn thing to do with this. And then she said, but wouldn't you like to know just how it all began? Then I thought to myself and said, quick, you got three minutes. <laughs> Seriously? It's like, why did it? Why did they, they, they really want like him to like, hey, this guy that's got nothing to do other than the fact that like he's banging the one chick, like, does it? You really need to stick around and give the full backstory. You'd be like, yeah. hey, I think you really need to know about this this other relationship that's going on here that has nothing yeah. to do with you. It's She's like, don't you want to know the juicy gossip, the juicy goose on this? Um, please, um, please keep, please stand here with your, your gun held in our faces so we can give you more information. Yeah. I think that now that everybody knows about everyone, they're trying to do like a cuckold and hot wife kind of situation, you know? They're like, hey, why don't we all just figure this out? She's like, from the sound of what's happening over here, I'm not going to be getting dicked down anymore. So you should hang out for a minute. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to give you three minutes. I said, somebody start talking. Did she said, my God, Rufus, I've got just one question. How could you do something like this? I'm so hurt. He looked at her and said, bitch, please, you've got your nerve. With all your club popping, lying, saying you were shopping, and now here you are in our home, and you're calling me wrong. She said, okay, you busted me, and that much I agree, you call me cheating, but this is a little extreme. He said, you are my wife, sleeping behind my back, and now I come home and you got him in the closet, how extreme is that? She says, but she's a he. Chuck, stay out of this, dude. He's like, gross, bro. <laughs> Still does not get it. He's like, hey, man, I don't need to hear that. Even though, like, they're, he's just, like, literally talking about yeah. going to a hotel. A, yeah, he had a good point. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, like, Two guys in a hotel room? I don't think he was about to be, like... Sneaking in and out of hotels, and you know we had dildos and like all this <laughs> stuff. Like that's not where he was going with that story. He was talking about how you know, like, you know, like like the hiding and yeah. how it's you know weighing on him. Poor Chuck is just trying to be like, hey, finally I can release this, and he's like, I don't want to hear about your release. Don't release near me. He's Catholic. She had a wig on. And, and like, he, like R. Kelly just does not like grasp the situation. Like, he, you gave me a fake name. Oh man, this is getting weird. This just does not add up. He's gonna shoot somebody. 
again, R. Kelly, you can just leave at any time. Yeah. What? And a man picks up the phone. It's skip number four, and I think number four is my favorite one. Yeah, All right, for so, sure. So just completely abandons the other other situation because now you know Not his wife's potentially getting fucked up, and now that that but he understands that. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. Not gonna happen. Not on his watch. So he is just dashing. He's doing the dashes. The kids say, "Yeah, trying to get back to all the all these pieces fell together really easily. The yeah. other ones not so much. He's still trying to figure that out. Maybe he might have forgot about that. He's done with that situation. So these, so I mean, this is when I think they started running out of money slowly because you noticed that they had to do this like with a green screen like yeah. this this is filmed you know mm-hmm. definitely not live so i mean they didn't they couldn't do like a car chase scene so that production value just starting to take a little bit of a dip yeah so chuck uh jerry and uh mary they're all they could potentially be dead at this point they're I, dead. Mean, I mean maybe he didn't abandon the situation when he got the call maybe he killed them I mean, he had already fired off for, a shot. Yeah, for all intents and purposes, he just shot all three of them. Yeah. Execution style. And now, is that? That's fucking, um, I forget the actor's name, but he's like gone on to like far better things than this piece of shit. Yeah, who is that? Um, he was on The Wire, I'm pretty sure, and like he was on, um, a show called Happen Leonard, I think, and he was on yeah, a bunch of shows. shows. And why is the cop smoking a cigarette? And why did he call it a cigarette? In every episode, whenever he talks about smoking cigarettes, he calls them cigarette. And the way that he says it is not right. And then he'll do like a back-to-back, like, I got my cigarette and my cigarette lighter, and I gave her a cigarette and lit her cigarette. I pull up in the driveway, hop down and slam the car door, and go around the back, bust up in the house. Pull back the shower door, and she screamed it was all late for. And I'm like, woman, I called this house, and a man picked up my phone. She says, come down, did you forget my brother, Tron came home, oh, oh, and it's all like a 
say was oh What a stupid look on my face Said I forgot he came home today And she says that's okay Because honey I understand She said you don't have to explain Then I took her by the hand I kissed her and then we went to the room Then I turned some music on Apologized one more time Then went down and started getting it on <laughs> yeah, R. Kelly with just an insatiable sexual appetite. <laughs> he still hasn't showered or anything from last no. night. Like he's guaranteed he's got like three or four different different brands of, of pussy on him. <laughs> I got a cramp. <laughs> My leg is point, about to crack. At this point, he's being raped. If this is accurate, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oof. Why would he get up and do that? Why would you get up and then pull the covers back like that? <laughs> All right. So that's. I think we should leave a, a cliffhanger there. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. There's, there's like 30 parts of this in it. I mean, by the end, like, what's even about by the end? I don't even know. I mean, maybe that's a, that's a question for a future episode, but Fuck, man. this is definitely, I mean, yeah. So, I, I feel like he had, like, like maybe the first four conceived in his head when he originally, like, came up with the idea, mm-hmm. and then he just kept adding them and adding them. And then maybe it made him a little bit of money, so like he needed more money, so he just kept, you know, trying to like see how many more he could squeeze out. So I have a. They did the premiere of, uh, episode twenty three, which I don't even know how far that is in the saga or how far it goes, but when they released chapter twenty three. He did like a little Q and A thing, and they asked him. Uh, these are like some actual quotes from this Q and A. He said, "I don't have a job, so I think of stupid stuff to do all day," which would explain where these ideas come from. They asked him about his writing process, and he said, "I sit in a chair and get some cognac." Who doesn't? That's well, how everybody's writing process, right? Uh, they asked him about switching between Sylvester and R. Kelly. God and Jesus. <laughs> he said it's God and Jesus. He said it makes me feel weird in my body. Was his answer to that? Yeah, that's it. Okay. He also called himself a scientist of music. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I mean, yeah. I've never heard that, but it is fair. Um, they asked him... Uh, Whoa. They asked him what his superpower would be. And he said that he would heal the world. 
Interesting. Which, I mean, is most likely what he's trying to do to these poor girls, these poor drug addict girls that yeah, live I mean, in his house. Yeah. I'm sure they're fed, probably, you know, mostly alcohol, but I'm sure there's some crackers in there from time to time. Mm-hmm. So, they asked... Uh, what to expect from the following chapters of Trapped in the Closet. There's 85 chapters total. 85? Oh, shit. So, really, I mean, because, yeah. like, the Bible's, you know, just <laughs> needlessly long. And a lot of it is just, you know, like, not even relevant. So, uh, yeah. and again, the parallels. Mm-hmm. His, uh, his quote about that was, I have a leash on this thing, and I'm going to walk it. Another... You know, probably ghastly reference to the girls that he has in his yeah, house. Literally on leashes. Literally on leashes, yeah. Um, the only way to experience Trapped on the Closet, he says, Trapped on the Closet is an alien, and I'm the astronaut taking you on a journey. Those are real things that he said. Yeah. This isn't just like, oh, it would be goofy if R. Kelly said that. These are quotes from him. Trapped in the Closet is an alien, and I am a spaceman that is taking you on a journey, or astronaut. Or I mean, do you think he is literally like an alien? No, I think he's an astronaut, though. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. He probably has the money and the free time to get, you know, to credited. Get certified yeah, to open space. Yeah. He'll be one of the first ones when commercial space travel becomes a thing. If he's not presently in jail at the time. Yeah. Well, right now he's like, I think he's cool with the jail thing because he's just buying time until he can go into space. Yeah. I mean, aren't we all? I mean, you know, you talk about, people talk about simulation theory. Like, if the, say, say if we're God, and if our existence is so perfect and amazing... That we put ourselves into a simulation that would give us unpredictable uh, consequences and problems and things that we have to deal with so that it's like fun because it was boring having everything. So maybe R. Kelly got bored having everything. So he put himself in a jail simulation so he could like, you know, kind of experience life. As a lesser man. Yeah. I mean, that stands to reason. And, you know, just kind of switch it up a little bit because he was bored. I mean, if you got everything you want all day, a harem of underage girls, (laughs) which, I mean, allegedly, then, you know, eventually you're just going to want to spice it up. Yeah. So, I mean, that's basically, I mean, that's what life's all about. And that's why R. Kelly created the universe. So we thank him, praise him, praise B. Just, you know, when you're judging R. Kelly for the sins that maybe, yes, physically he committed, you got to think of the bigger picture and you got to think about the entire universe and not just yourself and your own little morals, what you think is right. And you think about, you know, the infinite possibilities. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe you're the one to blame. Very true. There are infinite possibilities. So, I mean, there is a universe out there where, you know, R. Kelly is this sexual he's deviant. The, you know, he's, the, isn't um, giving us he's a martyr. He's a martyr for your actions. Fell on the sword. Your, your sins. Remember that. 
His sins are your sins. And put a bed of, uh, a crown of thorns on on your head. And see and how a, you like it. A bed of nails and a, and a, a bunch of a bunch of doodle on a stick and just smash <laughs> it <on> your face. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, thanks, R. Kelly, and thanks everybody for watching. Praise be to R. Kelly. Praise him. Natural habitat recording.